0: We begin the Gemara today on Daf Ayin, Vav, Ahmed Aleph, uh, two lines from the top of the Yomod. So the Gemara is discussing here the halochas of a Pitzua Dako and a Kruz shafcha, which is a person that his reproductive organs are not the way they're supposed to be and therefore he can't have any children. And because of this, he's not allowed to be, come, come to be married into Klal Yisrael. So the Gemara discusses more details regarding this halacha. Ahmed Av Yehuda, Mashmuel, Nikev... If the Aver was punctured, Vinistam, and then it was closed up. But it's not clear if the puncture was closed up properly or not. So, call Sheilu Nikri, Vinikra, if he's having a seminal omission, a kadi, and that puncture would tear open, then Pussle. So then he would be Pasal. Vila, but if it does not tear open, Kosher. Then we know that he's, it's healed and it's okay and it'll be Kosher. But Rav, uh, Rav asked a question about this halacha. Where was this puncture? Was it at the tip of the aver below the place that's called atara? So over there, we learned in the mission. Even if that area is completely cut off, he would also be kasher. Rather, the puncture we're talking about over here is is by the Atorah itself, meaning in that part of the aver where it begins, the Atorah, and connected to the other part of the Ava that's closer to the body over there right there is the puncture and over there is the question whether this will affect the zera that comes out that they shouldn't be able to have children it manami we also learned tamarav mori barmar omamar ukve omashmuel nikif bat torah atzma. if there's a puncture there by the beginning of that torah vinistam, and it's closed up kol shilin nikri vnikra apostle if, when he has a keri, it tears open, then it'll be possible. Vi'ilav if it does not tear open, kosher. Then it'll be kosher. Sholach le'rove Yasef So he asked the Rav Yasef the question, Yilamdenu Rabbeinu, our teacher, should teach us, Heichi Dinan. How do we do, what do we do to bring this person to have a seminal omission, to be a keri, and then we can see what happens, whether this puncture tears open, to know if he's kosher to get married to a yid or not. So he answered him, You bring a warm bread from barley. And you put it on his rear and behind. And then this warms him up and he becomes a bal And then we could see if the Keri comes out from the area of that, where that hole was. So Abaye said about this, using this kind of a way. Kula alma, Avinu avoy, is everybody on the level of Yaakov Avinu the Chizibbe? Regarding Yaakov, it says, "Kaichi <laughs> When it comes to the birth of Reuven, so he said, "He's my first power and which means, yamov." <laughs> he never before had any Keri at all. So therefore, the Gemara is saying that over here, this person, this is the only way how you can get him to become a balkari by bringing this warm bread. There's another simple way. So what is that? ma kame big de You bring in front of him beautiful clothing, colorful clothing from a woman, and this will arouse him, and this will make him a balkari. That's the way you can test, test him. so on this rava asks in the reverse. Atu kula is everybody like this individual barzilai agaladi, which was brought in nach that he was very uh, he, he behaved very immorally, and even something like this would arouse him. So therefore, the best way is like we said before, bringing this warm bread. If there's a puncture in the aver and therefore it's dripping out, the zera that comes drips out, so then it'll be pusel. kasha, but if it's closed up, then he's kasha. because if it's closed, so now he's healed and he could have children. This is a kind of a psal, it's a wound that would make the person puzzle, but if it's healed, he comes back to be kosher again. So the Gemara asks, "Zehu mai?" The Brais uses the term zehu, this is a wound that could be healed, what is it coming to exclude? When you have a membrane that comes up in a wound that was in the lungs of an animal, which makes it treifa but now there's a membrane that healed and that would make it kosher again but that's not considered to be kosher, it will not heal it. Enochrom, that membrane is not going to stay there because it will tear open again. Ravidi Baroven asked the question to Abaye, what do you do with this puncture in the aver how do you heal it? Take a barley and Scratch around in the area, tear it, open a little bit this wound or this hole that there is, so that it should be able to open up and the blood should come out, and then now it should be able to begin healing properly. And then umaysinon tarba, you bring fats vishayfinon and you smear it in that area. Umaysinon gamla, you bring a very large uh, ant umenachsinon lay, and you place him over there on the wound that he should bite in that area and he should open up the wound enough that it should be able to heal properly and You cut off the head of the ant and it gets, it gets stuck over there and that's, it helps it heal properly. It closes up this way and it, it disintegrates there. But it, it, the gemara explains that when you open it up, the wound, that it should be able to heal, you should only use a barley to do this, but to use a metal or iron, you should not. because Because this can cause that it should actually become a bigger wound. Or Rashi says another it can uh, swell. The Hanimili, when is this helped to heal it this way? Cotton, if it was a small puncture. Avogadol, if it's a bigger puncture, mikpuli mikful. It's going to fold over and open open, uh, open, up again, and therefore doesn't help to heal it this way. a person that urinates and it comes out from two different holes. As we said before, that there's two different holes, one for the mayim, ma- 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 the ketanim, the urine, and one is for the zera. So he's urinating from both of these holes. Pasul. so then he'll be pasul; he can't have children. Amar so Rav said about this, Les Hilchesi, loike the halacha here is not like the son, which is Rabbe, the son of Rav Huna, the halacha that he just said here, and loike abbe, and also not like another halacha, that Rav Huna himself, his father said, brah od moron. The son that the halacha of the, the sun said is this halacha right over here, and Abba, the other halacha is the Abba Rav Huna. This that Rav Huna said regarding Nashim Hamisayilu Zubazu, women that are having relations with one another, two women that are rubbing amongst one another, so Psula is leKohana. They so he said that they would be P'sul leKohana because since this is forbidden, so therefore this pastels them for Kohona. So the Gemara says we don't pass him like Rav Hunat. And now even according to Rav opinion that we learned before, the alma ponoi haba alapnuya, a single man that has a relation with a single woman, and this is nos not with any intention of marriage at all. she becomes a Zaini through this, and he passes her for Kohana. That's only regarding a relation of a man and a woman. When it comes to two women, it's immoral behavior, but it's not considered, it doesn't rise to the level of Znus, And therefore, she will still be kosher to eat, or she'll still be kosher to marry a kayan. Continuing the halachis of a pitzua daka and a Krushovcha. Again, these are individuals that the reproductive organs are not the way they're supposed to be and they can't have children. So Psuadaka or Krushovcha, Mutorin biaides. They are allowed to marry a Giaidis or Mushretis, a, a maid that was, was freed and converted. But Veena Nasurin Elamalovi Bekho. They're only not allowed to marry into the congregation into Klali itself. Shanema Loyobsuadaka or Krushovchho Bikal Hashem. The terminology Kahal Hashem refers to those that are in the Kohal, not including a Gayadis or a the question was asked from Rav Sheshes regarding a pitzua daka. Pitzua daka koyin mahu? What's the halacha with a pitzua daka, which is a Kayin? So and will he be allowed to marry a or a meshuchrides? So what's the question? The koi. Do I say that even though this Kayin is a pitzua daka and he may not marry into Klal Yisrael, so but nevertheless he still has his kedusha as a Kayin? Right, and therefore, vaser, he's not allowed to marry a geyaris or meshuchreiras. That's always a halacha of a Kayan that he can't marry a geyaris or meshuchreiras because we assume she had a relation with a guy before she became a geyaris or meshuchreiras. So it's aser. Or perhaps lav since he's a ptzua daka and he can't marry into Klal Yisrael. So that also affects his kedusha, his status of kedusha as a Kayan as well. And therefore, he can not marry a geyaris or meshuchreiras. Amalei um, Rav Shesheh, so Rav Sheishe says, Ten we learned this in the Brayseh, the Brayseh tells us, Petsua Daka Yisrael, Petsua Daka, which is a Yisrael, Mutter bin Yisina, he's allowed to marry an Yisina, an Yisina is from one of the seven nations, in Eretz Yisrael, Rashi serves from the Gevoinim, the They with Geyer, and it says here that a Daka is allowed to marry this Nesina, even though there's a law not to marry from any of the seven nations, as the Gemara here brings. Now, if you're going to say that this Daka, which is a Yisrael, retains his level of Kedusha as a regular Yid, so Ikrikan, why don't we apply here the law of marrying anyone that comes from the seven nations in Eretz Yisrael, that you shouldn't marry them? So the fact that we allow a Petzu Adaka Yisrael to marry this Nasina means that a similar, a similar Allah would be beneget to a kayan That a Kayin would be allowed to marry a Giyayris and a Meshachredis because he loses his status of Kedusha as a Kayin. So the Rav to this, no. Over there when it says, ba'am, that you should not marry them is the reason because of the Kedusha of a Yid. That does not allow him to marry from these nations that don't have Kedusha. Rather, that's not the reason. Rather, the reason is Dilma Mailud Ben, that maybe if you'll marry if t- 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 any of those nations, you'll have a son. And the And this child will go and serve Avidhizara. So therefore, the Bach adds an in over to the Gemara that who? So he's gonna go and serve Avidhizar. And the Hanimili, and when is this? de only when they are still a guy, But ki Megayri, Bi Yisrael, once any of these nations are Megayir, so then the latest Chatenbom does not apply. In other words, if latest Chatenbom was Mitzad, it was because of the Kedusha, so then that Lav would be even after they are Megayir. Any of the seven nations are Megayir, but nevertheless because of the Kedusha ayid, even after the gaidus, you cannot marry a gaidus from any of the seven nations. So then you could prove what, the, what he proved before that this, that a Petsuadaki Yisrael is allowed to marry an Asina, shows that this Petsuadaki does not have his uh, Kedusha. But the Gemara is explaining here, there's nothing to do with the Kedusha. This is because only when this uh, guy from the seven nations is a guy, so then you can't marry him. That's when it says, so that your child born should not go serve a Vedazara. Now the Gemara continues, Nevertheless, regarding an Asina, even after they were Magayar, The Rabbanon are the ones that decreed, as we see later in the Gemara, this was in the time of Dover HaMelech, he decreed that you should not be allowed to marry an asina, even after they were Megayah. So now, this Gzeda, that the Rabbanon decreed, when was this? It only applies to those that could have children for those that you should not marry it to them because then the children born will go and serve of a the but but this P'tzua that can't have any children like God's Rabbanon, the Rabbanon did not make this G'zaydah and therefore that's why it said before P'tzua Yisrael is allowed to marry to a um, an Isina. but the point is that there's no Raya from here to the question that we were asking when we to the Kedusha we can't prove from here that there is a Kedusha to the, uh, again, that there is no Kedusha to the pitzua Daka, and therefore he can marry this Nasina. It's just a Gzairim rabanan that does not apply in this case, because the pitzua Daka can't have any children. So the Gemara asks, If so, elamiyata Mamzer, the Ba'ar Ludi, if so, when it comes to a Mamzer. So a Mamzer could have children. Hochinami So the Halacha should be that this Mamzer should be Oser to marry to a Nesina. Because the point over here is that the children will then go and serve a viduzada, so that, that should apply to a mamzer as well. But now the question is, but Vatanan, we learned in the Mishnah where it says, mamzadim and Isinim utadim zebazet. and nisinim are allowed to marry one another. Why are they allowed to marry one another if the point is that the children born should not go and serve a viduzada? Elad the Gemara says a little bit differently than what we said before. It's taka only, it's like we said, it's a the rabbanon, not to marry a Asinah, but ki rabbanon, when did rabbanon make this big If it's gzadim, regarding people from Klai all that are kosher, there they apply their gzadah. B'psulim lo'i gzadabonon, but for psulim, which is mamzadim, are people that are apostle, for them Chacham did not include them in this gzadah that they should not marry an assina. So Rashi here says either the reason is because psulim are milsed it's uncommon chachamim don't apply their gzayde for something that's uncommon, or Rashi says we'll see later in the Gemara David the is the one that made this gzayde, and it was only for the reason because they were not Rahmanim. these nisini were not Rahmanim, therefore they did not want them to be assimilated into Klal Yisrael but for the psulim he did not passel them for this. So, now this is, So the conclusion of the Gemara so far is, that when it says before, that Ptzu'a Daka Yisrael is allowed to marry an Nesina, that proves nothing regarding the status of Kedusha of this Yisrael. Because the Isr of marrying an Nesina has nothing to do with the Kedusha. It just has to do with this, that you could come to serve Aved and it's talking over here about a, a, a Nesina that was Megayir, and it's just a Gzairah, that Chacham are not to marry them. But now the Gemara says, Rava retracted what he said. That, uh, um, Hadamar Rav, now afterwards Rav came and said, Lav milsi d'omri." What I said before is not true. de Kehovim, or the Bachir is guide um, is, while there are guy, Les Lhuchasnos. If it's talking about any of the seven nations before their Megayed, and on that the Apostlech is saying, Leiteschaten, because then the children may come to serve HaVedazadeh, that can't be. Because there's no status of marriage that applies here at all. So how would the Apostlech use the term Nisgaido is luchasnes. only after they would convert, so after Gades, the term Leiteschaten could apply. So therefore we must say that Lait is talking about after Geddes and it's not only Ekzade med Rabbanon but it's a Isram and to marry anybody that is Megaya from the Seven Nations and the reason is because of the status of kedusha. So if it's because of the status of kedusha that a Yid has that he's not allowed to marry even after Geddes any of these Seven Nations and we allow a Ptzu So that should be a proof as well. But again, talk Kayin that a Kayin also does not have a status of Kedusha anymore if he's a Daka. and therefore he could marry a Giyaris and a (laughs) Shivcha. of Rav Yasef, Rav Yasef asks on this that we just said now that there's no chastnus, there's no status of marriage when it comes to a Yid that marries a guy. So there's a post where it says that Shloimeh Melech married the daughter of Pare, the king of Mitzrayim. So it uses the term Vayishchatin. So, how could he use the term Vayishchatan if he married a Basparis? She was from uh, Mitzri. Answers the Gemara, Giyuri Gaida. He converted her, she was a Giyida, so therefore it uses the term Vayishchatan. the Gemara, how could that be? We know that they did not accept any Shloimeh. Not in the times of David, or Shloime Melech. So, it can't be that he was Megai her. Answers the Gemara, no, because Midi, who time it? What is the reason why they did not accept any Gaida? Because in those times where things were very good for Klal Yisrael, so they were afraid that people that are coming to be Megayar are only coming because of the good fortune that Eden had to sit around the table with kings like Eden. That's where they're being Megayar, so they're not really sincere. But, ha <laughs> Over here, this Bas Pare, the daughter of Pada, she did not come to be Megayar for this reason. She was growing up in the house of a king. So therefore, her gators would be accepted. As the Gemara, but there's still another issue with him marrying her. But how could he marry her if she, even if she was Megai, she's a first generation of a Mitzri, and you know that I have, and you know that I marry a first generation of a Mitzri. So how could the Pasik use the term chasnos, that he got married to her? The Rishayna mask on Rashi that even if she's a first generation of Mitzri, it's not a question of why it's using the term leitishchatin because it's, it's just an esser of an assay to marry a mitzri and the, 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 the Kedushan takes effect. So it could use the term tizchaton. Before the question was that by a guy there's no term of tizchaton. But here we're talking about a mitzri that was Megayah. So what's the question of the Gemara? The Ramban says that the Gemara's question is that since, if she's a mitzri so therefore he still can marry her, so there's no point in being Megayah her because it's not going to, not going to make it muta for her to marry her. If anything it just brings up a new Isra of her being a Mitzri. So he probably was not her, And he had relations with her when she was a guy. So therefore the question comes back that how does the Apostlech use the term Now, If you'll argue and say Hana The nation of the Mitzriim that were there when Yidin war mitzrayim, they have left, they're gone. After Kriyas Yamsov, they were all killed. And, and now the people that are there are different from a different nation. So there's no issue no is sort of marrying this Mitzri that, that the first generation you're not allowed, the second generation you're not allowed, because they're not there, it's not them anymore. But what tanya, We learned in Abra'iseh. Omer um, Rabbi, Yudar, Rabbi Yudar said, Minyamin Ger Mitzri, hoyoli. I had a friend, Minyamin he was a Ger, a Mitzri. It was a Chaver. I had a friend, Mitalmide, it was from the students of Rabbi Kive. And Omer, he said, Ani Mitzri I'm a first generation Mitzri. V'nasasi Mitzris and I married a Mitzris, that's also a first generation Giyaris of being a Mitzris. Now, Asi Livni I'll marry off to my son, which is a second generation Mitzri, a second generation Mitzris. So now, my grandchild will be a third generation Mitzri and he'll be able to marry into to Klael Yisrael. So Rashi says that he can't can't marry off his son, which is a second generation Mitzri, to a wife, which is a first generation Mitzri, because then you always follow the one that's more puzzle. So the, the, the wife, which is first generation, will now make the son a second generation Mitzri. So he wanted to marry off his son to a wife, which is a second generation Mitzri. So now the child will be mutter. The point is that you see over here that the nation, the Mitzriim, that are there today, are still the same Mitzriim. And the Isr of, of the, the Mitzri can marry into Klai still applies. There's actually a long thesis here that discusses this because we know the famous Gemara in a few places that says that Sancherev came and Bilbal Kala Eilam, he displaced people and therefore it's not anymore the same generation of the Mitzrayim. So the thesis brings from the Bahag that the Mitzrayim did return back to their place in Mitzrayim, even though they were displaced, but they did return. So that and continue a very long discussion here in thesis about this. Om um, Rav Papes, Rav says, Anan, we, we are asking a question from Shloim Melech that he uses the term of Leiteschaten, so that proves that there is a. a, a not Leiteschaten, sorry, it uses the term of Vayishchaten, that he married this Basparoi. So we want to prove from here that you can use the term of Leiteschaten for a guy. You can't prove from Shloim Melech. So why not? He didn't really marry her at all. and uh, We see this in another postic, the Chsiv Bey. The postic says, From all the nations that the says you should not marry them. They shouldn't marry to you. Because they will come to take you away to their gods. Attached to them for, because of his love. So the, the pasuk uses the term mir la'ava. Ava means that it was just love, meaning he just had a relation with her, but not marriage. So na'elak hashivay ischaten. So then the question then is, why does the pasuk use the term that he married her? And for the Gemara say because of the love that he loved her so much, myelolavakasef kilin ischaten. But the pasuk considers that as if he married her. But really, the old term of chitun is not possible at all by a guy, like we said before. So now, based on what we said over here, it would come out that the Petzua Daka is uh, allowed to marry a uh, Nesina, right? As we said before with Nebraisa, Petzua could marry a Nesina because he doesn't have his kedush anymore. So the Gemara asks from what it said in our Mishnah. But what? Now, mm, we learned in our Mishnah, Petzua Daka they are allowed to marry a Giyotas and a Meshachredes, they can't marry into Kahali Yisrael, but they could marry a Giyotas and a Sidi. So if it says only a Giyotas and a so from this I could understand that with, for Nasina, the there is a Isra still, it is a Yid and he can't marry a Nesina. So how could you say that he's allowed? so he answers him, according to your reasoning that you're deducing this from the language of the Mishnah, look at what it says in the end of the Mishnah. The only one that a Kraschavcha, a a or um, a is not allowed to marry, is into the call of Klal Yisrael. So ha so from this it would seem, you could deduce from here, that that this nisina, which was Megayah from the seven nations, is allowed because you see here in the Mishnah that you, you learn the Reisha and the Sefer and you're going to try to deduce from this it's it's going to be a contradiction so therefore you can't deduce anything from this Mishnah regarding this salacha zokteil umayavi asurim and or amayavi that are are always into this is the isra that remains forever for all of their descendants. Aval niviseyen, but if it's a nakeva, a female that was megayir mutarais miyad, they're allowed to marry into Klal immediately. Mitzri v'adaimi, a Mitzri or an adaimi, enem they are only forbidden to marry into Klal three generations. And echad zucharim v'echad this is equal for zucharim and nakevis. Rab Shimon mater es nakevis miyad. Rab Shimon says that Nikavis are allowed to marry into Klal Yisrael immediately by the, the mitzri and the daymi, just like it is by the amoni and that are minus. The are uh, allowed to marry immediately. But um, Rab Shimon, Rab Shimin explains his opinion. There's a kavachayim here. If it comes to a place. Where the Zoharim are forbidden forever by the Ammon and Ma'yav. So they are also forever. But nevertheless, Heteris and Mi'yad. But in the Nekei that are magayir from Aman and Ma'yav, they are immediately allowed to marry into to So Yisrael. Sumakim Sholei So in a place when it comes to Mitzri and Ademi. So they are only Osser for three generations and not any longer. Enedin Shanatas and Nekei Mi'yad. Most definitely the Nekei should be mutter immediately. Amrullah saw the answer to Rabbi Shimon and said, If you have this as a tradition, as a halacha that you learned, that, that you were told this is the halacha, so then we'll accept this. But yes But if the source of what you're saying is actually this Ka'av that you just said here, there's an answer to this. There, there is a refutation to this Ka'av as the Gemara will say. So Surab Shim tells him, lo'iki It's not really based on this kal Rather, I have this halacha. It's I have a halacha tradition, a misinai, that I heard that when it comes to a nekeva by Mitzri and Adaimi, the nekeva is mutter right away, just like by amen and mayev. hanimili, from where do I know that the Isra of, 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 a, of a ger from amen and mayev is only for a Zohar and not for a nekeva? So the Gemara here brings the whole story. We learn it out from a story that it happened by David the Melech, and the Gemara starts the story from the beginning. Amar um, Rabbi Yehchanan, Rashi Rabbi Yehchanan says the Amakra, the pasuk says, "V'cherei Shaul as David yitzir lekraas haPlishti." Shaul the Melech saw David going out towards the Plishti to fight Goliath. Amar al Avner so he says to Avner, the the, the, the general, "Bemize anar, Avner, tell me, Avner, who is this lad over here or this youngster?" So Avner says, The king should live if I would know. So he was telling the king, he doesn't know who this uh, youngster is. The king did not know who David the was. But Vaksiv, the postic, says, That Saul loved David and he was carrying his armor around for him. And says the carrying his armor Shaul was not asking about David, but Shaul was asking about whose son is he. He wanted to really know who, who's his father. He didn't know who David Amalek's father was, but it says about Yishai, David's father, and this man, which is Yishai, in the times of Shaul, Zakin, he was old, and Baba Noshim, and he would come with many people. What does it mean, many people? Rav said, Ze Yishai David. This is Yishai, the father of David. Shenichnas so Bochlesev wherever he would go, he would come in and out with an Ochleser, which means six hundred thousand people that he was a minister over them. So he was definitely very well known. Shaul must have known who he was. So what is it that Shaul was trying to find out? So the Gemara explains, Hachi This is what Shaul was asking. Imi Peretz Asi, does he come from Peretz, the son of Yehuda Peretz, or Imi Zarah Asi, does he come from Zarach? What's the difference? If he comes from Peretz, then he'll be a king. Why? Because a king can break all boundaries to make himself a way to travel. No one can protest against him. That's what the name Peretz refers to, and therefore, if he comes from Peretz, he'll be a king. But if he comes from Zorach, so then he'll be an important person, but he will not become a king. That's what he was trying to find out. So now the Gemara asks, "My time, Why is it that Shalamelach was asking to inquire about this? In other words, what made him concerned that maybe David the will become the king?" So the answer is the Gemara the Ksiv, because the Pesach says, "Va'yalbe David Madov," and the Shal put on his clothing on David the What does Madov mean? Kimi the clothing that were was Shalamelach size, he put on, on David. Xiv Bey, it says, "By Shalamelach that he was head and shoulders above of all other people. And what happened? He saw the Midasai, that it was David Melech's size, the king that was priestly clothing fit for, for, fit for David Melech. So he was concerned about this. He thought that he was head and shoulders above and David HaMelech did not have that stature and still the clothing fit him. Why is this? So David Doimi was standing there and he said, He said, you're inquiring whether he is fit to become a king love or not. Sha'al you should inquire about him imroy lavi Love. Is he even fit to marry into Klal Yisrael or not? My timer, what's the reason? The kaasi because he's a descendant from Rus, which was a mayavia, and therefore a and Any converts from them cannot marry into Klal Yisrael. So here we come back to our subject that we were speaking about. So he's saying that because David came from Rus'a he can't marry into Amalei Avner, So Avner said, No, Tanina, but we learned that that is only for the males and not for the females. So even though it comes from Rus'a Ma'avia, he's allowed. So on this he asked, If this is the, the way you learn it out, because it says in the postic the term Ama'ini, so it does not include an Ama'inis, if so, Mamzer, Velay Mamzeres. Say the same thing regarding a mamzer. When the taita says a mamzer can't marry into Klal Yisrael, that should also be only a male a mamzer, not a mamzeres, not a not an And says the Gemara, no, there it's different. That includes a zohar and an akeiva because mamzer When the pasuk uses the term mamzer, what does mamzer mean? Mumzar. There's a blemish of this foreign relationship that brought the birth of this person, and therefore it includes both a zohar and an akeiva. So the Gemara now asks. That mitzri, veloi mitzris. If so, we should say the same thing regarding a mitzri that the isr of marrying a mitzri until the third generation should be only for the zakhar and not for a mitzris, not for a nekeva. Answers the Gemara. No, the reason there's a difference here. Shani Hoha, over here by Amin and Mayav, it's different why we say the isr is only for a zakhar, not for the nekeva. The Mefarish time of the Quran, because the Pasik itself says the reason for this isr. What does it say? it's because that they did not come out to you to give you any water or bread when the Eden passed through, their, when they were passing through uh, by Edoim. Uh, so therefore, that's, what, that's the reason for the Eser. So what do we learn from here? So therefore, we learn from here, Darkeh ish this is actually again this is by amon and mayav so they did not come out to give them water or bread and we say as follows it's the way for a man to go out and to and to give the food and therefore they are the ones that did not and therefore you can't marry from the from the zukharim, from the men it's not the way for the woman to go out and therefore she does not get punished that she can't marry into Klal yisrael Gemara, Anoshem Why not? The men should go and greet the men to serve them, to give them bread and water. And And the women should go to serve the women bread and water. So they also should, also should be included in this isser for this reason, not to be allowed to marry into to Ishtik, so Avner was quiet after this whole discussion, he didn't have what to answer to this question. Me'yad, the postic says, melech, Sha'al ben mi zeha elem. So again the king says, inquire, the pasik there says, inquire, who is this Elam," which means who is this lad? So now the Gemara asks, Hasan kari Before we brought a Pasik, that Shalam Allah says uh, he was inquiring who is this Nar, who's this youngster. So Hasan kari kari Here he calls him an Elam, a lad. Why does he change the terminology? And says the Gemara, Hachi This is what he was saying. The term Elam also means this halacha was concealed from you. Elam means concealed. Say Tzeyusha'be beis amedrish. Go to the beis amedrish and ask them the question. Sha'al. So he went and asked in the beis amedrish. Amrulay. they said to him, like we learned in our Mishnah, Amaini, V'loy Amaynis, that only an Amayni is not allowed to marry to Kala but an Amaynis is allowed. Mayavi, V'loy Amayavis. So therefore, David Amalekh is kosher. He comes from Rus'a, Mayavia, and it's kosher. So again, Akshiluhu Kolhanik Kushaya. So Doyeh came and he asked, oh, he asked all the questions, the discussion we had before, where he proved and said that the same Isra should apply for an Amainis as well. And Ishtaku, they were quiet, they didn't answer. So La Allah So they wanted to come and announce on David Amalach that he's Asatakla Yisrael. Miyad, immediately, what happened? Va Benish, Amasa was uh, he was the son of a man, Shmai Yisra, Hay Ashabal Avigail, He was uh, his mother was Avigail, Bas Nachash, which was the daughter of Nachash. So who was this? Uh, who was this uh, Amasa? So the Gemara here says here it's, it says that he was the son of Yisra HaYisraeli. And but it also says Yisra Yishmaeli that this Yisra was a Yishmaeli. Why is he called Yishmaeli in one pasik and is called a Yisraeli in another pasik? So Rav says that this is because of what happened over here at this story that Melamed, this teaches us, Shechagar char b'iki Yishmol. He put on a sword like a like someone from Yishmal, And Va'omar, and he said, Call me she'ein a Whoever does not listen to this ha'alacha, that only an amayni is not allowed to marry into Klai Yisrael, but amaynis is allowed. Yidake b'cherev, will be killed with a sword. Kach mu'kublani I received this, I learned this from the Bezden of Shmol at Amayni v'le amaynis, so that's why. So that that's the conclusion of the story over here. So this is the source that we for the halacha of the Mishnah. Now the Gemara says, let's just finish this Indian here. Ummim Hamin is he believed to come and say what he heard from the Besden of Shmuel this halacha. The Rabbah said in the name of called Talmud Chacham Shemira Halachu, a Talmud Chachem that comes and tells us the halacha that he heard that was taught if he comes and tells us about this halacha that was taught before an incident came up where it was actually relevant he's just telling us the halacha that he learned so then we listen to him we can trust him that this is the halacha that he learned that he heard but if not if it's after an incident and a question comes up and now he's saying oh I learned this halacha about this then we don't listen to him because maybe he's only saying it because of the story that came up and he wants to be and says the Gemara over here, the reason why we trusted him to say he heard this from the Bezdin of Shmuel, because Shani Hacha, here it's different, Shmuel and his Bezdin are still there, so he's not going to lie about this. It's a Milsad David, you can go and find out and inquire by the Bezdin of Shmuel, whether he actually learned and taught the Salach or not. But now, the Gemara comes back to the question we asked, we call, the question that Doig asked, why don't we apply the Issah for the Amayni and the Amaynis, the Mayavi and the Mayavis as well, because both of them should have gone out to serve the Eden, water and bread, the, the, the men and the women as well. That's mm-hmm. the Gemara. So, Tirgemo, or Hachi Tirgemo, this is how they interpreted this, they explained, because it says, Kol Kvuda that the honor of a woman, of the daughter of a king, is to remain on the inside. So we see that a woman, Her nature is to stay on the inside and therefore they're not punished for this that they didn't come out. Marav Amri, Marav HaDeh in Yisrael, they brought a different source, V'teim Rav Yitzchak Omar, or it's Rav Yitzchak that said, Om HaKro, the Apostlech says, Vayayim Ro'Eilov, Ay the Malachim, when they came to Avram, they asked, where is Sarah Ishtache, where is Sarah your wife? And the Apostlech there concludes that Avram said that, Vayayim Hine she's in her tent. So we see over here that it's not the derach the of a woman to go out from her house, from her tent, and therefore, only the Amayni and Mayavi were punished for this, that they can't marry into Klal Yisrael, but not the Amaynis and the Mayavis.